here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Shake Them Ropes, episode 157. Rob McCarran here. This episode is sponsored by MacWeldon.com. Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. They believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and very simple shopping. Up at MacWeldon.com. I've used the website myself. Very easy to navigate to get the best socks, undershirts, underwear, and hoodies that you will ever try. Go to MacWeldon.com right now. You can save 20% off your order with the code VOW. That's MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. Use promo code VOW. Jeff and I back to talk the Roman Reigns suspension. Breaking news coming today. A lot more on that, as well as the Cruiserweight Classic, Brock versus Punk from SummerSlam 2013, and much more here on Shake Them Ropes. Rob McCarran. Maybe, maybe Rob's just getting a little Twitter happy with polls. Maybe. Jeff Hawkins. Rob Ask, likes his polls. I do. I like the polls. I'm, I'm a big poll fan. I mean, I, as many polls as I can get in me, I will take them. You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarran and Jeff Hawkins. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shake Them Ropes. It is episode 157, and we're doing a, a special thing today, Jeff Hawkins. We are going live on our YouTube channel. This is another live show. It's our second of the week. Going live because there's breaking news that I, I drug you away from work and the gym and everything for. Uh, but first, before we get into that, Jeff, how are you? You drug me away. I drug you <laughs> away. Oh, yeah. You, you see what I did there? Yeah, you used the wrong word. It's dragged. Um, <laughs> Whatever. God damn you. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a brave new world, isn't it? You could say that. You can say that it's a brave new world. With the new champ and now uh, with uh, what could arguably be called the biggest story of 2016 so far. It's a big story, WWE-wise, for sure. Uh, Jeff Hawkins, Rob McCarron here. We are talking about the news today that Roman Reigns has been suspended by WWE for 30 days due to a wellness policy violation. WWE sending out a tweet with the announcement and posting on their website uh, just about... 40 minutes ago from the very moment we're recording this right now, uh, saying that they've suspended Joe Anawaii uh, for 30 days due to a wellness policy violation. That is Roman Reigns. So starting immediately, he's suspended for 30 days as of today. And uh, timeline wise, we'll get into, you know, battleground and how that works out. Timeline wise, we'll get into a little bit of news we have uh, from sources within WWE and whatnot about when anyone else heard about this. And, and a little bit more, but Jeff, your reaction when you first heard uh, the news and, uh, you know, I, I texted you that. I don't know if you heard it beforehand, but uh, Roman Reigns suspended for a policy violation. I had not heard it. Um, I am cynical enough to believe you don't get popped unless they want you to be popped for a wellness violation. You are, you are cynical. That is true. You are a cynical one. Um, so I'm. I mean, my first thought was something of a recreate. It was either something of a recreational nature. Mm hmm or non-compliance with the testing right. either because he's too de dehydrated to go or because he just refused to take the test. Okay. I, I don't think it would be a performance enhancer because usually they don't get 
dinged for that kind of thing. You get dinged for the other things that, of which they disapprove socially. Yeah, and on that note, I mean, we had Hornswoggle, who who has remained uh, with the stance that he didn't fail because of anything he did wrong as far as substances that were taking. He failed because he couldn't adequately take the test in time. So, and I believe him right. because I believe him for the reason that he suffers from dwarfism and dwarfisms have renal issues, right. kidney so there issues. Are, there are issues beyond, okay, what did he pop for? Because right. wh- while I don't think personally that it's likely, I don't want to speculate over what was taken or if it was even due to something that he took. We don't know. Uh, WWE did not say what it was that he failed for specifically. So we don't know yeah. that aspect of and it. And remember, uh, MVP also failed one because he just refused to take the test. He just said, I'm not going to do it. Right. Yeah, he, yeah, he's not taking the test. And, and so Rowan Reigns, um, and we don't know yet when these tests were given out. It could have been Sunday. It could have been a couple of weeks ago on at one of the TVs. We don't know when these tests were given out and when Roman actually took it. Um, but what I'm pretty confident in saying, and we're, we're going to get into a lot of this. It's interesting timing, too, because this means he will not appear on the live draft special on July 19th uh, because that would fall within the uh, 30-day time period, just barely. Unless they ret- retro actively suspended him to the day he was no it was from today immediately it's from today okay uh so we know that much uh right now uh there's going to be a lot of talk about him appearing at battleground and him not appearing at battleground when they knew about this you know some of the first reaction that we were getting on our our twitter feed at shake them ropes we're getting people responding that oh now we know why seth beat him clean on sunday oh now we know why roman reigns lost the title from all indications and i can tell you this confident or uh I'm confident in saying this, that everyone knew today. Today was the first day anyone knew. Mm -hmm. There was no talk going around backstage yesterday. There was no talk that something was coming down with Roman Reigns. Uh, For all intents and purposes, they wrote last night's episode of Raw with Roman Reigns being put in the main event of Battleground without knowing that he had failed a test and that he was going to be suspended for the next 30 days. That all happened today from, from finding out that they had to suspend him to actually telling him that he was suspended to coordinating these, uh, these tweets that they sent out, you know, WWE sent out a tweet a couple of seconds after Roman Reigns sent out his apology tweet, like saying, sorry to the fans and the, and the, uh, the wrestlers and every, and the company for doing this, for letting everyone down. Obviously that stuff was coordinated, but for all intents and purposes, everything was known today, Tuesday before SmackDown. So, them putting him in the main event, them him losing on Sunday, isn't it's just a coincidence compared to this. Yes, and uh, you know you see, e- even the people who are taking it a step further, going, "Well, this could be the best thing to happen to Roman Reigns. It humanizes him. It could be used for this. You know, it helps the character." It, it, no, you don't do this kind of thing, and or they haven't historically ever done this kind of thing to a guy who represents the brand as in such scope as Roman Reigns does. And this is a guy that they've marketed as a family man in, in the ad council campaigns and things of that nature. So this, the optics of this are potentially much bigger and much more harmful to his career than we could ever think, because, you know, we we're in this wrestling bubble where we go, Oh, people will forget in six weeks and people will forgive and other things of that nature. I mean, this ruins Potentially. I'm not saying that people don't forgive. People forgive all the time. But his income earning potential takes a deep hit because of this. Well, yeah, because he's going to he's going to fall in the draft. Come on. 
He's going to fall in the draft 19th. What was thought to be a top three prospect? Now you look at maybe maybe the fourth round, maybe the fifth round, maybe even deeper than that. Losing millions of dollars here, this Roman Reigns is, due to his draft uh, stock failure. But uh, yeah, well, there's there's a lot to dive into on this one, and that's one of the uh, the aspects. Before we Before we jump into what this news means, I want to make sure everyone's clear that I am not celebrating the test failure of Roman Reigns. It's never good when someone gets into the, these types of, uh, of issues and you don't want to see it. Because all intents and purposes, Roman Reigns seems like a nice guy. That, that's almost to a, a detriment of his on-screen character sometimes. He seems like a somewhat humbled guy. He seems like a nice guy. He's, he's trying his best out there. He's not the best in-ring wrestler. He's not the best on promos. But he's certainly going out there trying to be a top guy. And that's what he's trying to do. So, uh, you know, you, you hope the best for these guys. You don't want them to fail, but... So I, I want to make sure it's clear that we're not laughing at the Roman Reigns suspension. I would suggest others who might be uh, try to avoid the laughing at uh, the misfortunes here of Roman no. Reigns. No, he- we're looking at it critically. We're just doing a little bit of reckless speculating and reporting the news. That's all we're doing here. Reckless speculation will be forthcoming at some point. But uh, yeah, so with that said, Roman Reigns out. Uh, we're going to have to see what they do for Battleground because step one, he was announced for the main event of Battleground. In theory, with a 30-day suspension, he could come back. His suspension would be over a couple of days before Battleground. He could still wrestle on that show. Jeff, do you think he will? Yes. I think they can keep this main event, and they just they just have Seth knock him out with an injury today for the SmackDown tapings. Oh, well, maybe they he, don't. Or they he's just not doing, appearing on TV tonight. Well, they can do an off-camera, too, if they want to. With Ro- Just like the with Roman not even being seen at all? He could, somebody could run into a car and they'll say Roman was in it. Okay. They could, uh, you know, they, they have this whole movie studio thing. I, man, that is a good question. Cause I forgot they can't use him tonight. Can they? they they're not using him tonight. Nope. Mm-mm. He is not being used tonight. Well, they could also report that something happened to him last night that was unforeseen and just play the injury. Angle. Yeah. Or you know, they could just, you know, yeah, what was unforeseen could, him yeah. being suspended for, for a policy failure. They, they, they very well may just use that as the reasoning. Like Roman Reigns was suspended. This is on the news. They do that. They could, they could, they could very well. You're right. There's a guy, the guy, this is new territory for us. This is a guy, a main event, main event guy. This yeah. is, this and is your alpha of alphas. He is the brave new world analogy. So we haven't seen anything Super close to this, I would say the closest we've come to it was Randy Orton. But Randy yeah. Orton went through this a couple of times, so we became numb to it, uh, you know, on his second and third because he had done yeah. it before, mm-hmm. and they had found a way. Jeff Hardy, maybe uh, Jeff Hardy, when he was somewhat at the peak, he had had that match with Randy Orton at Royal Rumble, and then he was suspended. But Hardy, to some extent, might have been expected. Okay, he didn't have the the clean image, and he wasn't ever put forward as the brand mm-hmm. in any way. This is like Hogan or Cena or Austin or the rock. Yeah. So it's new territory and it's that. And for that very reason, it's far more interesting territory. Sure. I want to thank those who are watching live on the YouTube stream voices of wrestling.com slash YouTube. If you're not a subscriber already, you should be go there uh, as we do these live shows on, you know, a surprise live show tonight. I wasn't planning on it. We obviously weren't planning on getting the news that Roman Reigns has been suspended a big star in, uh, in WWE. Uh, if you'd like to call into the show, we'll, we'll open the phone lines. I'm not really expecting just due to uh, what time it is here in the U S uh, and the surprise aspect of it. I'm not expecting a lot of calls, but if you want to call in, the phone lines are open, 260-494-3811, or on Skype, the username is Let's Say Things, L-A-T-S-S-A-Y-T-H-I-N-G-S. 
Uh, this episode of Shake Them Ropes is sponsored by Mac Weldon. MacWeldon.com, the best in hoodies, undershirts, undergarments, socks. If you're looking for the best comfort for your everyday life, MacWeldon.com is the place to go. And right now, with your first purchase, you can save 20% with the code VOW. When you're checking out, use promo code VOW at MacWeldon.com. And you can get 20% off your first order. Mac Weldon makes it easy, too, to try their products. If you're not a fan of it when you get it, there's a very easy return policy. In some cases, if you don't like your first pair of socks, for example, your first pair of underwear, if you don't like it, you can keep it and still get your money back. Mac Weldon wants just to get you to try their products because they know if you will, or if you do, you will love them. Go to MacWeldon.com right now. Promo code VOW to save 20% off of your order. I know Rich and Joe have gotten their stuff. Joe wears his hoodies on dates, Jeff Hawkins. He wears that hoodie that he got, the the world-famous Mac Weldon hoodie. Uh, He loves it. He's been having success on his dates. Maybe we should each get hoodies. Uh, Maybe we'd be happier on this show. Maybe in the winter, we can do a whole episode in our Mac Weldon hoodie. Joe was also opining about how a scarf, a well-made scarf, can really uh, accentuate an outfit. And I'm like, you're in Texas, fool. What do you need a scarf? He's buying hoodies. He's talking about scarves. Oh, this Jeff Hawkins. Yeah, this Joe Lanza doesn't know where this he lives. Jeff Hawkins. <laughs> this Joe Lanza doesn't know where thing. he lives yet. Huh? He still thinks he lives in uh, New Jersey or whatever. He still acts like he lives in New Jersey, I'm sure. But uh, no, he's down there in Texas. We, we should now, re- uh, you know, instead of referring to him as internationally renowned journalist, now he should be known as internationally renowned fashion plate. Yeah, fashion plate. Joe Lanza. Getting his best fashions at MacWeldon.com. Promo code VOW today. Jeff, Roman Reigns, the uh, the battleground. So this is you think he's probably still going to wrestle. I don't believe that he I will do. wrestle at battleground. I, I be- do, unless they plug it as an actual suspension. If they plug it as a suspension on TV, he's not coming back. Right. At least for that show. He could show up the Raw show. the next night. Yes. Uh, and they can do whatever they want to do with uh, with where he or, or SmackDown the next night if he's on SmackDown. If he because I'm I'm assuming he'll still be drafted. He just won't be on the draft episode. He's going to be drafted. Uh, but Battleground is an interesting case because this is a situation where uh, I talked about on the breaking news video, the very quick breaking news video I did on the YouTube channel. I, I liken it. Obviously, it's not the same. This isn't real sports. This is a television show. But I liken it to the philosophy of if a guy, say a football player can't practice all week, he's unlikely to play. You want to get him on the field to know that he's ready before you actually put him out there. And Roman Reigns is going to miss every TV now before battleground. And I don't know if WWE wants to set the precedent that, yeah, you can get suspended during one of these five week in between pay-per-view periods and still work the pay-per-view and get paid. I think they keep him off the battleground and have him uh, come back the week after, which would be either raw or SmackDown the next night or SmackDown two nights later. I just don't think they put him on battleground here, especially when they can't use him over the next four weeks of television. I'm really liking the plan, though, that both Roman and Seth end up beating Dean for a title that then goes to each individual brand. That's starting to sound like a really strong idea as to how they would get around everything. That's the only reason I would see them going through with it, because... The plan doesn't have to change just because of the 30 days because you have enough time. Yeah, and we got a, a question. Martin on the uh, YouTube chat says right now, how would it look on the WWE PR department if WWE continues to promote Reigns for Battleground while he's suspended? Because that would be an issue. WWE promoting a guy who is currently suspended for a future date. They don't do that usually. They don't 
They, when you're suspended, you're off TV and your name is not mentioned. Maybe the first time when they say, oh, the suspension happened. Titus O'Neil, obviously not as big of a name, but he was completely left off of television and forgotten about while he was suspended. That's what if, happens. Yeah. If they did the injury angle, it would be up in the air. Right. But, no, they could do they could do something like that. I, I just think what we're going to get tonight on SmackDown is WWE.com reported today that Roman Reigns has been suspended. So we don't know what the future holds for him. And then they do something with uh, with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Because remember, Seth Rollins is being promoted for a match tonight on SmackDown. So Seth Rollins is there. Dean Ambrose, I'm sure, is there. They could very well do something uh, with uh, with those two guys building maybe well, to a one-on-one match. Or maybe, I, I don't think you include a third person if it's not going to be Roman Reigns. The story just isn't there. But no, they very well but, could promote to a, a one-on-one match. But I'm, I'm not leaving it out of the possibility. Yes, they could still keep a three-way. I just don't see how you continue to promote Roman while he's suspended. And I think they keep him off of this as a, a form of punishment. You don't want guys to be suspended for the whole time of TV and still get a pay-per-view. Let me question you on something, because you may know. Is there precedence for them announcing a suspension on television? I can't think of one. I, I seem to remember, and I I have a feeling like one of Randy Orton's suspensions wasn't necessarily mentioned on television but he would have been coming back before a pay-per-view where he had a storyline and they kept him off the pay-per-view. But as far as a suspension being announced on television, I can't recall one off the top of my head right now where we got that breaking news where Michael Cole says on television that, Hey, so-and-so has been suspended. Usually it's, uh, you know, out of sight, out of mind. The suspension happens. We don't mention it. It's like it, it's not like it never happened. It's just not like we recognize it on television. You just disappear, much you like just, the Ryback. You just disappear. And if Roman Reigns just disappears and isn't mentioned for the next 30 days, that's even weirder for having him work paddle or battleground in a main event. Because mm-hmm. you can't do that. You have to mention that he's on the show. You have to mention that he's on battleground. I just don't see it happening. I could be proven wrong tonight. I just don't see him happening uh, to be in a match at battleground. And that... Okay. And I, I don't know if you uh, if you're in the YouTube chat right now, if you're in the uh, Twitter feed at Shake Them Ropes, let us know. Do you think that Roman Reigns will be? In fact, I'm going to write I'm going to make a poll, Jeff. I'm going to make you know one of those beloved polls that I have. Will Roman Reigns wrestle at Battleground? Guess what the options are going to be, Jeffrey? Yes. No. La Parca. No, I was just going <laughs> to just going to do yes or no. I mean. Just yes, just yes or no. But what are you going to do? Uh, not to you mention could, that you could keep it a three way and then bring in a new star if you wanted to. Question, kind of awesome. Very, very off topic. Very off right. topic question. Not really off topic, but a, a kind of a break. One that I, I, I don't know if uh, anyone else will bring up, and maybe it's because it's stupid to bring up. What if Brock Lesnar were to fail a wellness test for UFC? He's fighting for UFC in July. What if he were to fail a pre-fight test or a post-fight test? Do they still allow him to go in and wrestle at SummerSlam as they want to do, even though it wasn't a WWE wellness policy failure? It was a spent, it was a, uh, a USADA failure. Like, how would that work if Brock Lesnar has failed for a drug test and hoping he won't be? But I'm just saying, speculate if he was. How does that look on WWE if they let him wrestle on a WWE show, even though he failed a test that wasn't their own? Well, since he's not a full time employee. He, or full-time independent contractor, and he has a special contract, that drug failure would not carry over mm-hmm. to WWE. Now, would they want the bad PR hit? Perhaps. 
perhaps they just never mention it and they let him go on. I I tend to think they wouldn't risk that, but you never know. Business is business. Business is business. That's a very good uh that's a very good uh saying there, Jeff. Business is business. We have someone in the YouTube chat. Uh his name is Rich. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. I think it's Kretch. Kretch. Uh Rich Kretch in the YouTube chat is talking about my Cubs jersey that I'm wearing right now. And he's not a fan of it, so I will uh I will help. Well, you have, to under, you have to understand Rich is a co-host with International Fashion Plate. Oh, oh, is that the same guy? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. Him. So yes. I have hedged a little bit mm. with the with the White Sox hat. I've hedged a little bit now with the White Sox hat. Baseball is a garbage sport. It really isn't. Baseball's the best. I mean, base, in fact, that's another poll, I think. Uh, is baseball the best? Yes or yes, sir. I think that's the... Uh, that's the poll. If you're watching in the uh, live chat room, I, I, I feel bad for everyone who's listening on the podcast version. Cause like, why didn't I take part in this? I'm like, you can youtube.com slash voices of wrestling. That is the, uh, that is the place. The other, another aspect of this I wanted to get into, we'll get, I think we'll get into the draft a little bit more. Uh, but Roman Reigns being off of television, let's say he is kept off of battleground. Do they do a simple one-on-one match? Yeah, I, I think that's, I mean, unless they wanted to, br- unless that was the time where you debut a surprise number one or number two draft pick for a show <laughs> and say, we're going to put, make this his, you know, a Samoa Joe Finn Balor guy of that, Nakamura mm-hmm. guy of that stature. And you go, look, the shield program was great, but you know what? It's a new era. And, uh, we have this new hot guy that we're putting onto our show to help headline it. We're going to put him on in the triple threat. Here's how he's going to debut. That would be, uh, that would be something. I, uh, I would imagine that, yes, they just do the simple one-on-one match. So far, uh, quick poll results already coming in. We have 70 votes right now at Shake Them Ropes is the place you can vote. Twitter.com slash Shake Them Ropes. Will Roman Reigns wrestle at Battleground? 45% say yes. 55% say no. He will not wrestle at WWE battleground so the early poll results are uh are saying that no it's it's split a little bit but uh slight edge to the no on wrestling at battleground right no now votes for low no votes for la parka huh? right now is baseball the best sport at shake them ropes is where you can vote one vote in so far it's 100 percent yes zero percent you zero percent it is me yes it yeah. is me mm-hmm. it is me we will conclude the polls later on on this episode of shake them ropes uh, the other issue is, of course, the draft. Um, you know, the draft's coming up July nineteenth. Roman Reigns won't be back yet, so he won't be able to appear on that show. But I would assume he'll get drafted. Do uh, if, and this is where the speculation really comes in, because I am of the belief that they we might get something on SmackDown tonight. Just saying that he was suspended, that they won't be around, changing the main event, whatever the case may be. Do they play this at all into the draft in any way? If they mention it on TV, they have to. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, what you could have then is after the draft, the, the always fun, it's never fun because they never do it well, a uh, hot free agent angle where both GMs are trying to bid for the services of Roman Reigns. That could, I guess, I guess 
I thought I had lost you for a second. That's how long of a pause you just. Took. I just did. Uh, this is uh yeah, this is an awkward pause because I'm like, okay, whatever. Are you are you gobsmacked by that? I'm not. Theory I'm, not I'm not really gobsmacked. No, I'm I'm getting the feedback on the uh, on the Twitter machine here. Uh, Pajay, Pajay says Star- you're staring at your stupid baseball pole. Probably. I'm not. No. <laughs> I'm I'm really not. I'm really okay. not. Uh, the timing of everything suggests they knew he was suspended today. And I want to reiterate that because we, uh, we talked about that very early on. Yeah. From all, from all, uh, information I've gathered from all, uh, you know, people within WWE and, you know, uh, uh, news gatherers too, that I've talked to, um, yeah, this was a surprise today. People were learning about it on Twitter. People in WWE were learning about it on Twitter. This was not a yeah, situation cause... where they knew Sunday and that's why they took the belt off mm-hmm. reins. It's not a situation that they... They knew beforehand because they knew he could still wrestle at Battleground. They did Raw last night not knowing that Roman Reigns would be off TV the next four weeks. Right, to the point where if they had known, they would have gotten him off as soon as they could so he could be back for the draft. That plays into the question you just asked. Yeah. And on the draft note, too, uh, Manu asks on Twitter, do you think that they will do the old draft format or will they try something new like trades, for example? Do you think that we might see some... Uh, some different unique stuff with this draft, or is it just going to be raw picks and SmackDown picks, raw picks and SmackDown picks? I'd kill for unique, but I, I have my doubts. I don't know how, how unique they can go. I mean, drafts are drafts, you know, maybe they can do trades. Maybe I just don't think they want to complicate it. Like if Shane McMahon trades the third pick to get SmackDown's fourth and fifth, we're going to have a match to see which person gets the second pick. We got that before, right? Yes. We had the matches, Raw and SmackDown, to see who would get the next pick. Like, would it be Raw? Would it be SmackDown? We could get one of those where SmackDown gets like eight picks in a row just because they keep winning matches. Why not? They win every match, so they just get every single draft pick uh, coming up on the show. It is fun that they're doing it only in two hours. They're doing it on the live debut of uh, of SmackDown on July 19th, not the three-hour Raw. So, I don't. If I was a fan live at that show, I don't know if that's a SmackDown I would necessarily want to go to. It's going to be somewhat memorable because of all the draft, uh, all the big stars are going to be there. It's the live debut of SmackDown, but they got draft picks to make. It's not like you're going to see a lot of matches. You're not going to see a lot of wrestling on that show. You're that show is going to be a storyline no, show. No, 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 no. You're not going to see a lot of draft picks. I don't think you're going to see some. You're going to see the important ones, and then the rest are going to be on WWE.com, much like the other draft. Much like. The other draft? What other draft? Yeah, you remember that's how Lance Storm found out he was drafted to another No, yeah, brand. you got yeah, but you still got twenty picks on television. Yeah, but that's just important guys. That's, you can get twenty important guys. It's still ten seconds. That's a lot of segments. It's a lot of segments. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work. This draft is something. This draft is something. We don't have any uh clue about NXT in this draft either because uh NXT isn't in the draft logo. I assume some NXT guys will be used in the draft, but it's not like it's gonna be a vital part. Of the draft. Surprises. Yeah, surprises. Uh, so that is the big news of today. Roman Reigns suspended by WWE for 30 days. His suspension is going to be up somewhat before Battleground, but uh, I am of the belief he will not end up working Battleground and he will be taking out of the main event. And we will find out later. We'll probably have, uh, we'll probably know by this time next week whether that's going to be the case or not. So we'll have a SmackDown and a Raw to go through to see what they did with the world title picture. Uh, so we'll know uh, anything else on raw last night. That was really, uh, you know, we've talked now about the triple threat aspect. It looks like we're getting the continuation of John Cena and AJ styles. Anything else from raw last night that was uh, of note to you or a surprise of any kind. I thought raw was rather strong last night. Yeah. 
uh, at least at the bookends of it. Uh, I think AJ Styles has really, really embraced this role as a heel much more, and he's much more comfortable than he was doing babyface promos. He okay. is quite good. Um, I thought both Becky and Titus O'Neil showed something in terms of promos. Titus O'Neil especially. I loved that entire segment uh, from Titus O'Neil's angry promo to the brawling um, match that never happened. I absolutely loved that. It it felt, I like that intensity. I like feeling like there's actual emotion invested in an angle, and I felt that that was it. Becky had, when Becky started out emotional, it was pretty good. And then when she started to get a bit riled up, she got into a little bit of goofy Becky territory until Natty cut her off. But I thought that was the best promo she's had since being called up to the main roster. So those were both positive uh, steps, in my opinion. Not so sure about the Dean Ambrose portrayal. Mm-hmm. You know, fame fame has not changed Dean Ambrose. Uh but I mean, even 30 seconds in when he's forgetting the belt in the cab, I just go, oh, why? Why not just have him come out as a champion and see if he has any heft? And I think you're dead on with the toe in the water theory that we talked about on Sunday. I think this is a lukewarm push where he's the champ, but he's not the main guy. Yeah, he's not the main guy. And th- and that's what you get sometimes with Money in the Bank uh, title holders who win it. They're not the main guys. They won it as a fluke, and they're, they're, it's just testing the water to see how they can do. Because um, it could be it could be another CM Punk situation. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not, I mean, who's the best guy who won money in the bank and then cashed it in for a true, real big title win? Who was the one? Edge only had it for a couple of months. You know, after, after, uh, what was the, what was the show they did? I think it was even in Puerto Rico. The, the January show they used to have before, uh, before the Royal Rumble when he won, he was still only the champion for a short period of time. Um, Edge probably is the best money in the bank cash in guy. CM Punk's was really cool as a cash in, but it's not like he went anywhere. Uh, maybe the Jeff Hardy cash in was a big deal, but we're getting uh, we're getting some uh, somewhat breaking news, I suppose. Sean asks a question in the YouTube chat. I'll just uh, get to really quickly. Will Vince do a Titus O'Neil when Reigns comes back? I don't know what that means. Put him in a title match when he comes back, I guess. In theory, if he works Battleground, that's the Titus O'Neil, right? Uh, but we're getting a lot of people who talked about uh, Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer. They did a breaking news audio uh, that came out as we're recording this. And Dave Meltzer is reporting that WWE knew about the suspension on Sunday, that they knew about it before the pay-per-view actually took place, that they knew about the suspension on Sunday. If that's true, the people backstage didn't know it. WWE higher-ups may have known what was going on, but there was absolutely no talk backstage about something, not even that a suspension was happening, but that a suspension may be looming or something weird is going on. Even the little stuff about, hey, did you hear that there might be something going on with so-and-so? None of that was happening on Sunday. Nor Monday, nor Monday. So uh, I don't know. He says, uh, Meltzer uh, says that uh, he knew and the WWE company knew before the pay-per-view. They knew it was coming. So if they had no plans of him being out of Battleground, they wouldn't have made the match on Raw. And I say, obviously, Dave Meltzer, if he's coming out and saying this, he he thinks he knows for sure. And he's pretty confident in it or he's not saying it. I just can't believe it. Uh, And as credible as you may think Dave Meltzer is, and I do... Uh, as well. I just can't believe that story that they would have made this match, not just because he can come back before battleground, just the PR hit the, uh, the way they've done things in the past. I don't know, Jeff, I just can't believe it. 
it's the only logical conclusion if they knew on Sunday and then they purposefully did nothing on Monday. Because otherwise you're rushing to get that 30 days in and get him back before the draft. Why not just keep him off of TV? Period. I not agree. worry about Battleground. If they uh, knew he was... This should have been a... Ste- I mean, you'd think this would be a stealth suspension. But also, the they- other aspect that... Uh, why I... Exactly, a stealth suspension. Just keep him off TV. He's off. Why is he gone? Whatever. Maybe announce the suspension, but don't put him on Monday's Raw. And the other issue I have with this is if they knew about it on Sunday, you're supposed to suspend him right away. Yeah. They put him on Raw. They not only put him on Raw, they gave him a talking segment. They had him in a main event match. And they promoted him for something that was happening in the future. What kind of suspension is that if you're starting it the night after? Like, I understand putting him in an injury angle or doing something to write him off TV and then announcing the suspension. They did not write him off of TV last night on Raw. They didn't do anything of the sort. I just have a hard time believing that they knew about it on Sunday. Maybe they knew about it and then didn't decide until everyone was back in the offices today. Maybe that's the case. Okay. I just have a hard time believing. It's either that... Or maybe they weren't going to do anything about it, but it got out. But they were the ones who let it out. No one was no, talking no, about no, a Roman no, no, Reigns no. suspension. I mean, I, mean, I mean, in the building. I mean, it, w- it became chatter amongst employees to the point where now we have to. But it didn't. I'm saying it did not. It did not become chatter. No one was talking about this on Monday, and no one is at the building yet for SmackDown. It didn't become chatter. Okay. Well, then maybe they just discussed amongst themselves and then finally decided to pull the trigger. Yeah, what do we do? Well, no shit, what do you do? You suspend him, as you've done everyone else. That's what you do. You are riled over this. I just don't believe it. Okay. I just don't believe it. I think Dave Meltzer's going to wind up being wrong. It wouldn't be the first time. Okay. It wouldn't be the first time, no. I mean, he's a credible guy, but it's not like he's 100% right all the time. I'm not trying to take shots at any reporter who's doing it. He just happens to be the one. I just don't think they are. I I don't think they are doing it. I don't think they do it. Uh, Lazy King on the YouTube chat does point this out. No, they are not supposed to be suspended right away. They give the talent 72 hours to get a chance to get a second That's opinion right. or do the uh, do the backup testing. Nope, he's exactly right. Yep, they allow 72 hours. So I guess that if they knew on Sunday, so what were they hoping for? In, in that case, and that that's true. Thank you, Lazy King, for uh, for reminding us of that. They get the the second test or the backup test to make sure that this all happens. They give them a chance to do any paperwork that they have to do or whatever. But if they find out on Sunday and you allow the 72 hours, I still, why would you still write the raw the way they wrote that raw? Because you have to, is it, is it likely that he's going to contest it and actually be proven correct on the second sample? Is that likely? Depends on what it was for. If he's taking say non-prescription Adderall, maybe they're hoping he has a prescription. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if he if he's taking, you know, I mean, let me put it this way. Ricardo Rodriguez got popped for ephedra, which you can get in any antihistamine from a pharmacist. Right. Without a prescription. Because I take it to still work out, to be honest with you. I take it recreationally to still work out. Maybe it's something of that nature. And they're hoping, well, maybe he can he he has a doctor's note or he can get a doctor's note. In Florida, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, one of those types of things. Yeah. I, see, everything hinges on what it was that the reasoning for him failing the wellness policy. Otherwise, it's just us 
talking in circles and right. going, well, well yeah. why would they do this? Why would they do that? Why yeah, would right. they do that? Maybe, maybe I'm being, uh, maybe I'm being too, uh, too knee jerky, uh, with that, uh, with all the possibilities that, that certainly could be, could be the case. Could maybe be it was case. a masking, maybe it was a masking agent of some kind. And, and yeah. Martin on the YouTube chat says, remember our truth. He failed wellness before survivor series 2011 with the rock, but WWE kept him on the pay-per-view anyway and announced the suspension afterwards. Mm -hmm. uh, Lazy King goes on to say upon being notified, uh, that a WWE talent has tested positive for a drug prohibited by this policy. The talent shall have 72 hours to request a second opinion test be conducted. So maybe that is the reasoning for a little bit of the delay. Maybe WWE found out on Saturday or Sunday, allowed Roman Reigns to go through the uh, the process of the full policy, which would be good on them, you know, allowing the talent to go through the full process. I just think once they knew, I, I just think they have to adapt their TV. I think they have to adapt the TV. So if that's the case now, if we change perception, if they knew about it on Sunday, he loses the title. And maybe that was their rewriting. Maybe him losing on Sunday was indeed somehow part of this whole thing. And they do the triple threat for Battleground because you know what? Roman Reigns would be back for Battleground. He can wrestle on that show. All that information now tells me, yes, I suppose it's more likely he ends up working Battleground. I would still be a little surprised. The suspension, it's not the timing of the suspension. It's not when everyone knew. It's not the fact that he lost the title. The suspension happening at all is the reason why I think you can't bring him back two days after the suspension ends to have him wrestle on a pay-per-view main event. I just think it sends a bad signal. I think it's uh it's wrong to promote a guy who's being suspended for obviously a failure of the test. If you want guys to not go against your policy, you don't celebrate ones who do fail by giving them a pay-per-view match 2 days after he's suspended. Let me uh let me posit a question to you. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was announced on wwe.com. Yeah. If they do not plug that on television, what are the chances that they just think that this will be relegated to the bubble and that it won't because they do have a blind spot for these things. Everyone's going to know. Everyone's going to know. No, 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 no. That's not my question. Okay. Everyone is going to know. Yeah. What are the chances that they think everybody's going to know? Um, I think they think everyone's going to know. And that's why I expect something on SmackDown actually. Okay. They expect I, everyone I to was, know. It's not a Friday was, that they're announcing this either. Like, it's not even like they waited till Friday. They announced it on a Tuesday, the biggest internet day of the week, Tuesday, for news and readership and blogs and whatnot. They announced it on a Tuesday. Okay. It's coming. I thought it was a fair question. No, absolutely. It is, it is a fair question because sometimes you, you do see them how they're in their bubble. And they think, okay, the fans react really heavy to something, but no one's really going to actually know. It, we, we talked about it with Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, something actually on screen. They did not expect Shinsuke Nakamura to be known by everyone in that takeover building when I thought it was fairly obvious to us that they would be known by everybody. Mm -hmm. They didn't expect Shinsuke Nakamura to get that huge of a reaction because while they, they obviously like Shinsuke and they sign him, they don't know exactly how huge he is in this country until they actually see it. And that, no, it's a, absolutely a fair question on your part. I want to go back to the polls that we had. Is baseball the best sport? 60% say yes. 40% say yes, sir. And will Roman Reigns wrestle at Battleground? The big one. Nearly 200 votes in. In the first, what, 10 minutes we've had the poll up. Will Roman Reigns wrestle at Battleground? 47% say yes. 53% say no. And even after all the information, I really want to thank Lazy King for being in the chat and being uh, super up on that information with Roman Reigns after Dave Meltzer comes out. 
It seems like the pendulum is shifting towards Roman Reigns still wrestling at Battleground, especially, you know, obviously he's still advertised for the main event of it. I would uh, I would still say no. I'm going to hold out no until we uh, we find out more information that he's wrestling at Battleground. That is my uh, my best guess. My best guess. Not even a hot take. It's just my best guess. It's not a take. My, a take would be, should they keep him out of Battleground? Should they keep? Should they let him wrestle or should they keep him out? That's a take. My guess is that they don't let him wrestle at Battleground. My best educated guess is that they don't allow him to do that. Uh, anything else from anything else from Raw? I mean, now obviously now the big talk of WWE this week is going to be the Roman Reigns situation. But what about Seth Rollins uh, coming back in the main event on pay-per-view? Uh, still wrestling on Raw, looking pretty good. It, it doesn't look like he's changed his style too much. Uh, he did the frog splash last night. Um, but we haven't really seen enough of Seth back yet to know if he's the same Seth, have we? He's not the same Seth, nor should we have that expectation. He's going to lose a little bit of speed and a little bit of the uh, acrobatics, I think, Mm -hmm. on the whole, especially on house show matches, to protect the knee. So I don't think, I think he's adapted well. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. Now, the only other note I had about Raw really was just kind of my. And it feeds into how I think the two shows are going to be, because listening to I went back and I downloaded uh, Sam Roberts podcast with Freddie Prince Jr. And I listened to it about how Vince feels about his product and how if you have his product, you don't need any other product. Like you don't need comedy. You don't need action because. You know, you can just go to the network and watch something. Mm -hmm. I don't have high hopes for this brand extension, and it's all funneled through what's going on with this new, quote-unquote, WWE women's division. Yeah. I I am so frustrated with this right now and just how, how it's gone from... NXT and loving the athleticism and the competition and sure, yeah. and the rivalries to broad sports entertainment characters, no pun intended. Okay. And and just la- last night, Paige Charlotte debacle cemented that. And I'm hoping that Becky gets born again hardcore and becomes kind of a suplex machine, Chad Gable. Taz type Boy. to reinvigorate this thing, but I don't hold out hope for that. And I don't hold out hope that they're going to be able to fix this with Sasha necessarily. Born again. Lazy King in the chat room says Seth does look slower. Yeah. So he may be compensating for that, uh, for that knee a little bit. Um, Cruiserweight classic WWE was Snapchatting cruiserweight classic weigh-ins today. <laughs> so the big news, obviously. Are you know, guys people, cutting weight to make it? Guys are cutting weight to make it, man. They're weighing in today for tapings that are happening two days from now. So who knows what weight they're going to be? Kota Ibushi well, could be up to 250 pounds by Thursday, for all we know. Uh, but yeah, they were... holding out hope. Right. They were, they, were, <laughs> they were Snapchatting videos of that. Kota Ibushi was there. They say he weighed in at 189. It was funny because Kota Ibushi gave an interview where he was like still four pounds away or four kilograms away from making the weight a couple of days ago. <laughs> Guys in sauna suits walking around back. Exactly. Exactly. In cups like like high school wrestling. I know. I, I thought it was fun, but that's a cool little thing to do on social media. Hey, the Cruiserweight Classic. Let's promote it. Let's do some weigh-ins. Uh, would not. Uh, they would not satisfy many weigh-in policies that say a UFC would have. But yeah, so we'll see. Maybe some of these cruiserweights will be up to 300 pounds by the time the show actually starts. But that, I thought that was a cool little thing to have Kota Ibushi on your uh, on your Snapchat get a. 
get the people who follow you on social media to get a little bit more into what's coming up very mm-hmm. soon. Uh, I thought it was a cool little deal. Um, but yeah, the the big news, obviously, the Roman Reigns thing. We still have our top 100 match to discuss here between Brock Lesnar and CM Punk. Brock oh, Lesnar and CM Punk. Okay. Why what? I watched the wrong match. Did you? Which one did you watch? I watched Flair Sting. No, that's next week, man. We hadn't talked Brock and Punk yet. Martin says that uh, Martin says that there was one guy who actually did weigh in right at 205 pounds. So scary. If you would have missed weight, oh, I wish they would have had someone miss weight. Someone just comes behind and steps on the scale while someone else is on it. Well, then, you know, you push that. Hey, you're going to. Yeah. What a heel. Oh, look at that. There you go. Make it a storyline. You have like, yeah, you have Zack Sabre behind someone just stepping on the scale. Why am I wearing 280? What's happening? Hold on. Of all the guys you're going to have pull a heel shtick, it's going to be Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre would be. Yeah, but no, not even. Don't take babyface or heel into account. Okay. Who's one of the guys most likely to do that? Zack Sabre obviously is. <laughs> You've seen enough Zack Sabre to know that he would be a guy who would do that. Let that be Drew Gulak's role. Give him some No, Drew Gulak wouldn't do that. Drew Gulak's standing in a corner there in the performance center just trying not to be noticed, which is his entire wrestling gimmick, it seems to be. <laughs> be great, but don't get noticed somehow. You can reach Rob McCarron at Shake Them Ropes. I am at Crap Game 13. <laughs> I like Drew Gulak. He's just, he's uh, very nondescript sometimes. Mm. He doesn't look like he's trying to. Oh yeah, dig out of this hole. Go ahead, keep going. Drew Gulak is the worst. He's horrible. He's awful. I don't believe that. Uh, but that is the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. We're going to be right back on Shake Them Ropes with more. I want to thank everyone who watched on our YouTube feed for joining us live uh, and being a part of our chat room. It certainly helped us out during the discussion. You can follow more at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. Follow Jeff at Crap Game 13. We'll be right back with more Shake Them Ropes in just a little bit. Jeff and Rob back on Shake Them Ropes, episode 157. Just to uh, put a finishing touch on the Roman thing, Mm. Jeff, is in the uh, the 20 minutes it took in between segments there to watch Brock and Punk, not obviously anything new from WWE, although they've updated their their post on their website with Roman Reigns' statement. Roman Reigns says, I apologize to my family, friends, and fans for my mistake in violating WWE's wellness policy. No excuses. I own it. So that is the comment from Roman Reigns. Uh, poll results, we have around 200 votes, a little bit over now. And uh, still pretty even, but the majority thinking that he will be kept out of battleground. And that really is going to be the interesting timeline to uh, take into account over the next week. The timeline of how all this happened, because you have Dave Meltzer out there talking about how WWE brass knew on Monday or knew on Sunday. Rather, Uh, they knew on Sunday, even though no one in the building, like the, the underlings, if you will, the wrestlers, the referees, the workers, none of them had any inkling that anything was going down. There wasn't any talk about all this. So the timeline of when everyone knew and when they decided to actually suspend him and when they decided to uh, keep him in the main event and whatnot, that's going to be the developing stuff that will come out over time. Um, Any final comments on the Roman Reigns situation? Well, let's hope he doesn't touch Vince and get 60 days added. I know. God, poor Titus (laughs) O'Neil, poor Titus O'Neil. At least Titus O'Neil got his title match too. So, Mm. and maybe another one, maybe another one. You like that stuff on raw, didn't you? I, oh man, I thought it was great. I loved the fight, the hoss battle, and the angry promo. It didn't feel contrived all that much. It felt like he was really ticked at him for 
messing with his kid. Right. Oh, yeah. Our top 100 match to see before you die on WWE Network this week. We are up to number 28. Number 28 is Brock Lesnar versus CM Punk from SummerSlam 2013. It was uh, one of the semi-main events along with John Cena and Daniel Bryan for the world title in the actual main event of the show. But Brock Lesnar, CM Punk, this was after CM Punk had had that tremendous heel championship run, where he's the champion for a very lengthy time, uh, you know, a length of time that you don't really see these days. And he had taken his little brief hiatus. He had come back. He was babyface. Paul Heyman had turned on him and gone back with Brock Lesnar. So you have this no disqualification match between Brock Lesnar and CM Punk. And dare I say, Jeff, in Brock Lesnar's current stint with WWE, ever since his return, the the second stint with WWE, if you will, where he's just been an unbeatable monster at times. CM Punk is probably one of a few number of guys, those guys being, I would say, Triple H, And John Cena in the first match, even though John Cena was brutally decimated in the uh, SummerSlam match, those two had uh, only three guys who have really looked great against Brock Lesnar have gotten the chance to look like world beaters up against Brock Lesnar. And I say that knowing that the Undertaker had the match at WrestleMania with Brock, but Undertaker didn't even look like a world beater against Brock. Like Brock killed him in all their matches. Brock, you know, Undertaker needed to do what the low blow on Brock to get the win uh, in one of their matches, like CM Punk, Triple H, and John Cena are the only three that come off the top of my head that have actually looked really strong against Brock. And I don't know if people would actually have assumed CM Punk would be one of those guys. I'd even say stronger because he looked great. I thought his program was much better than sure yeah. either the Triple H or the John Cena program. I thought there was more life to get out of heel CM Punk and a heel Brock Lesnar. And even with, I believe at that time, in the outskirts of the Paul Heyman stable, they had him with Axel and maybe Ryback at the time. I thought there was some juice to be gained with a dominant heel stable and then tension amongst who was the lead dog in that stable with Heyman before turning punk face. But of course, you're not going to have that storyline when you have the authority and Randy Orton around because they are the alpha uh, heel stable, but I thought, you know, I had hoped for kind of a horseman dynamic type thing with Heyman as the mouthpiece, but we never really got that, which was unfortunate to me. Cause I think they could have really built up animosity between punk and Lesnar before this match. This is my first time watching this match televised. Cause I was at the arena for this summer slam. Um, and it comes off far better on television. I, I I am not a fan of big live events at the Staples Center because it takes a lot of noise to fill up that arena. This is the second match from this show that we watched. We watched uh, John Cena and Daniel Bryan uh, before this. And, um, and it really comes off really much better televised in this uh, respect. Number one, the, the Staples... Uh, crowd can be very quiet at times. Number two, the whole setup into the dramatic Brock Lesnar has recovered and is now going to wallop Punk with a chair. All occurs off camera. So it drives, even though we know it's coming, it's not as obvious as when you're sitting in the arena and watching and going, well, here it comes. So I liked that aspect of it. And there were a lot of the little touches that I had never seen before. Like, uh, like when Punk whacks him, gives him the nut shot, and yells, where's your cup now, UFC boy? Mm-hmm. I really like that. CM Punk is not personally one of my favorite wrestlers in the technical. 
sense. Oh, yeah, I, I would but, agree. But, 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 he, but he is one of my favorite wrestlers in terms of the presence and character sense. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in this one, he really, really over, not, I wouldn't say even over delivered. I think he was, this is one of those things. If he was going to put together a highlight, this and the John Cena money in the bank match would be the top two matches in that reel from his WWE work. What do you say? Yeah, this was, uh, this was a really fun match. Even watching okay. it again. Um, I, as far as the top work. Yeah. And I, and when I say like CM Punk got to look really strong against Brock, I don't even mean in the program as a whole. I just mean match work. You know, the, the actual matches against Brock Lesnar, they blended well together because they Brock, did. Brock is one of those guys, the, the modern or the past equivalent I could put him up with would be a Hanson or a Vader that is so big and so strong. I wouldn't want to get in the ring with them just because one errant throw and you're probably down for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and Brock's size and strength causes problems for other guys working with him from time to time because like Cena always wanted to prove how strong he was versus Brock and how he could live. And so it kind of got a little bit, and same with triple H in some respects, CM Punk was very, very, um, complimentary to Brock's skill set. Yeah. He was, no, it it was excellent. You know, a lot of people go back and forth. What was the best match of the SummerSlam 2013? Was it Brock and Punk? Was it Brian and John Cena? I really love the John Cena, Brian match. And that was especially the result. Brian winning the title, Forget what comes after with Randy Orton and all that yeah, stuff, but the, the, the match that... itself was absolutely uh, amazing to me. And, mm-hmm. and Brock and CM Punk was pretty good. And it was one of Brock's, like you said, better uh, performances since coming back and returning. They fit really well. All the Paul Heyman stuff made sense. You know, Paul Heyman was going to fight for his guy. And CM Punk even looked stronger because really, in the match, in the story-wise uh, aspect of it, he's not getting the win. Brock is not getting the win if Paul Heyman isn't there. Like this was not Paul Heyman who happened to have Paul Heyman or this was not Brock Lesnar who happened to have Paul Heyman at ringside, but still could beat guys up by himself and didn't need Paul Heyman. Not not like Undertaker at WrestleMania. This was Brock Lesnar would not win if Paul Heyman wasn't there. This is almost a perfect use of stupid babyface syndrome. Yeah. Um, In terms of a guy is so mad at the guy who betrayed him that he takes his focus off of him and ends up blowing it for himself. And now you get that week after week. But mm-hmm. <laughs> without the anger necessarily, it's just contrived like the women's tag or not women's tag match, but Dana Brooke and Paige and what happened there on Raw. This, on the other hand, very well done, I thought. This is a good time in WWE. This SummerSlam pay-per-view. I mean, those two big main events, those are those are certainly two huge matches that'll be remembered for a long period of time. I know CM Punk fans are gonna remember that Brock Lesnar match. Brock Lesnar, if you're if you're looking at the future. Looking at the best matches of Brock Lesnar's career in WWE, that CM Punk match is probably in the top five. Oh yeah, and 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 it can never be said enough how perfect cult of personality is for CM Punk. Yeah, that that music when he came back, obviously, uh, with the Summer of Punk situation, he used that music. It was it was pretty high up, and obviously, you have CM Punk going in there who believes he believes in himself. He believes that he belongs in that main event type of atmosphere with Brock Lesnar. This is mm-hmm. a guy who's talked about how these part timers come back and steal spots on the top. Well, now this part-timer was coming back to be on the top with CM Punk, and CM Punk was going to show, hey, not only do I belong here, but I'm actually better than these part-timers. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a good one. That, that was match number, uh, what, 28? 28 on our list? 
28 on our list, Brock Lesnar, CM Punk. Now, the match that you watched. <laughs> so I'm ready for next week. You're ready, ready for next week already because the match that you watched was Ric Flair versus Sting at NWA Clash of the Champions. Ric Flair, Sting. That is match number 27 that we will talk about next week on Shake Them Ropes. Let me give a warning real quick. It is a full 45 minutes, so be ready to uh, sit down for a while. I, I should have known that you were about ready to watch the uh, wrong match when you uh, <laughs> when you emailed me. Yeah. Like that warning. And I'm like, well, why would I, you know, okay, that's great for two weeks from now, but Brock Lesnar and CM Punk. I tend to watch our match on Saturday. Yeah. If I, if I'm not watching it on the Monday or on the Tuesday afternoon before we record, Mm -hmm. I had nothing to do on, on Saturday for the most part. So I go, okay, I got some time and I've already seen the, I always, first thing I do when I wake up is I make myself breakfast and I watch the world championship wrestling from that week. Cause I'm following along with F4W and, and, okay. and that, and I had, our, and that was a, like a 37 minute show. So I went, well, I've already watched that earlier this week. I'll watch sting versus flair. Cause that's 45 minutes. I'll take the hour and then I can start my day and it'll be great. Mm-hmm. And then you go, you went and our match is Brock Lesnar versus CM Punk. I just went, Oh crap. Whoops. <laughs> I'm in class without my homework. You were, and you had to fake it. Yes. Well, you, uh, you had to fake it for. Uh, I didn't for fake it. Bit. I called myself out. I said, no, I you did. Watch this. You did. Uh, I owned up to it, much like <laughs> Roman <laughs> Reigns. What you want, a cookie? Much yeah, like I Roman did. Reigns. So, just to, just to cap it off, the timeline that we know of right now Roman Reigns suspended. Dave Meltzer saying that WWE brass knew about it on Sunday. They had Roman Reigns lose the title, which, even if that's all true, if Roman Reigns was known that he had failed a test, it's just it's just surprising to me that any result at Money in the Bank would have been changed because you do Raw the next night. So you're thinking, okay, Roman Reigns is going to be at Battleground. We don't have to take the title off of him unless you're worried about house shows. Could that be it, Jeff? Could they be worried about not having a champion on house shows if they kept the title on Roman while he was suspended, even if he's going to work Battleground? I think they keep the title on him. I think they keep the title on him if they're not suspending him. And Kevin Owens wins money in the bank. We'll be right back next week with more Shake Them Ropes, hopefully with less reckless speculation. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just five fifty-five for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.